Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Coming live from the shop that promotes good vibe only culture. Undisputed Nutrition Co. Gotta give props out to Undisputed Strength Co. Gotta give props out to all my members and everybody that's that's helped make this uh, come alive. I know it's just a simple podcast, but for me, it's a uh, it's something that I um, I'm truly happy about. I'm truly happy doing this. It makes me smile. I put a lot of um, a lot of research into a lot of this stuff. So, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. So, without further ado, this is chapter two of a five step fasting protocol. Earlier in the previous chapter, we we talked about my intentions for you to to commit to a forty eight hour fast. And, and I know it's crazy. It sounds crazy to some people like that don't know anything about fasting. To some, it just sounds absurd, like almost like I'm crazy trying to teach people this stuff, especially not being able to eat for 48 hours. And, and I agree. And I, I, I think they should have every right to think I'm nuts or that I'm absurd for even trying to coach this. So this is, this is why I'm doing this. I mean, think about it. Most get so hungry that it turns to anger within like the first three or four hours without food. And it, it always draws me to like this notion of, I wonder what our ancient ancestors would think of us, right? As they were walking through, you know, Mother Nature, unforgiven Mother Nature's, maybe not barefoot, but close to it without Nikes, and search for, you know, a quality of life. I don't know. I'm just, I always, I always think about that. Like, they must think we are the biggest babies. But I'm with you. If I didn't know the benefits of doing something without having done the research, I wouldn't commit to it, right? But like anything else, the more you know, the more you could, you could draw your own conclusions and, and kind of create your own opinion towards so maybe I can convince you to at least have an open mind and learn how to truly unleash your primal state. Because primal state is a fat-burning frenzy. So my objective within this chapter, so chapter two, is to create awareness. So this, this chapter is called Clarity Breeds Confidence. So I want to be clear that I think fasting in my humble opinion, is a human necessity. Like, we need to do it. I believe we're, we are in a world of hurt the further we move away from being primal as a human being. I think we're just, we're becoming way too domesticated. We're losing some really cool aspects that that our body does naturally. And we're moving away from that. And we're almost, our primal state is almost it's almost moving away from existence. It scares me. It's, it truly does. Well, it concerns me. But before I go into like the primal state, we need to talk about the truth behind some things and just to bring some clarity. And we're going to start with breakfast. There was a slogan out there and, and it duped us and it's still duping us to this day that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I've written about this before. It's about a 90-year marketing campaign. I think we're around 90 years into it. It was set forth by a company named General Mills. And we know General Mills as the 
the company that brought us Cheerios and Tricks and Lucky Charms, even Wheaties, right? They made this concept come alive while attempting to sell cereal at a when they just started, right? Cereal was brand new. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. This is also known as the multi-billion dollar slogan. So you need to know that the majority, when I say majority, I'm thinking like 99.9% of our current breakfast options out there right now at your local grocery market or food store are based on this slogan. My buddy Kyle... He's the one that kind of got me really engaged into fasting, but uh, he chalks this up as the North American diet, which is just based on complete, utter bullshit. Marketing at its finest. So, you know, it doesn't help that even so-called experts like fitness experts and gurus would have us all believe that without breakfast, you were doomed, right? How can you have a productive day? How can you see gains if... You skip the most important meal of the day. Now, I have to be 100% transparent. I'm laying down the line right now. I used to preach this to my clients that wanted to lose fat, right? Even to those that that wanted to get big, like athletes, maybe they wouldn't be small meals, but small prep frequent meals is what I preached. And a lot's changed my mind. And why or how? It all comes down to facts and sustainability. Like anybody could get you to lose 20 pounds of weight in five weeks. I mean, I could do it. I could do it, right? I could cut your calories. I could cut your carb intake. There's so many things that you can do to do it. But I'm going to say, once again, 99.9% of the people are going to gain that shit back, if not more. So here's a cool fact is that You need to know that breakfast raises insulin levels. And if insulin levels are raised, you can forget about losing fat. So that's just facts, right? It's highly probable that you became curious about fasting or this podcast or this five-step protocol, whatever you want to call it, right? Because of the ability to turn your body into a quote-unquote fat-burning machine, And it's true, right? You can. But let me tell you something. This is just one of so many assets that'll provide toward freaking remarkable quality of life. And then sustainable results, like sustainable, like we talked about in in chapter one, moving the needle year round. Sustainability. So the truth be told, when I set out on, on, on my fasting voyage, it wasn't, I wasn't on the quest of losing body fat. I was on this quest to, to raise my energy levels. I want to somehow create more energy. And this is what I started to do. And it, and it's worked. It was all like around year five of my business. I was, uh, I started to crash hard at the same time every day. And I really didn't know why I, I worked out. I slept decent. I ate pretty clean, but the energy, it just wasn't there. I, I searched, I needed help. You know, I even looked into my testosterone, see if that was falling. It wasn't. But lo and behold, breakfast had a huge part of it. So I always thought that food contributes toward energy, but I guess that's not always the case, right? At the beginning of this chapter, I talked about like clarity breeds confidence. So I want to be clear. Fasting is extremely beneficial to your health. 
Because while fasting, yes, you will lose body fat, you will gain energy, but you're going to increase superior health until until you choose to exit. So if it's at 105, 160 years old, you're going to have the superior health. When I say superior health, I mean that your body on like a cellular level, it's going to reset itself to rid these cancer-causing lipids. It's going to rid inflammation. It's even going to help rid disease-infested catalysts that hang around. A fun fact that I always like to tell people is fasting has cured more diseases than medicine. It's fucking brilliant. When you fast, you are controlling insulin levels, right? So that is pretty much the only hormone that we are in complete control of. So you're controlling that. And and it reminds me of like this, reminds me of my neighbor, Don. Let me tell you a little story. So Donnie and I, we share a driveway, which practically makes us family. I look at Donnie as like a father figure. I, I just respect him and I care for him like, like he's a, like a family member. And he has diabetes and, and heard on the radio that intermittent fasting was good for his condition. He knows I'm an advocate of fasting and asked me some questions. So, you know, at this point, that's my family, right? I'm all fired up. It's my passion, right? I give him the best elevator pitch known to man about fasting. His reply was, B, that don't sound too natural, Skip Meals. Donnie, that's the most natural thing you can do for your body, I responded. So here's the thing we all need to know is your body was not meant to graze, meaning your body was not meant to eat throughout the day. And this isn't my opinion. This is just facts about the insides of our body, our digestive system. Our digestive enzymes, they were meant to do so much more than just digest food. And because we graze as a North American society, our stomachs are always inflamed, which, which is just concerning when it comes to general health. I'm not even talking about like your love handles. I'm talking about inflammation. Inflammation is the root of illness to the majority of cancers. And they all stem from the gut. I, I don't know the exact percentages, but it's somewhere in like the 80s, high 80s percent of cancers stem from the gut before making their way throughout the body. Think about it like this. My coach, Scott, he recently rolled his ankle, right? My other coach, Molly, calls them tender ankles, but that's another story. But his ankle, that thing swelled up to the size of my head, no joke. Now, that's inflammation. That's the body protecting the injury. When you graze throughout the day, your body becomes like one big inflamed machine. Starting at the gut, it then rolls over throughout the body and then starts to trickle into joints and soft tissue and and different aspects and different things that make up your body. And we think or you think it, you know, it's just old age or Past injuries creeping back. We even classify it as like arthritis. We make every justifiable excuse of why you're achy or tired, sluggish, restless, gassy, irritable. And I could probably keep going, but nah, man, you're just inflamed. We get what we tolerate. I I don't know where I heard this, but I love this. We get what we tolerate. I say that a lot. 
we tolerate being achy and tired and sluggish and whatever whatever I just said, right? We tolerate that. So it's okay. So back to Donnie, right? Not natural, dude. Come on, man. Remember, we both grew up with grains being the foundation of the food pyramid. Grains. You and I, you're 62, I'm 40, just turned 40. And we both grew up with grains being the foundation of the food pyramid. I think it's safe to say that the info we, most of us who's listening to this, grew up to or with was not based on facts. That info, it just wasn't. It wasn't based on facts. And if if you want to disagree, that's fine, right? We could just chalk it up as evolved education. So now we know more. But a lot of nonsense was taught and I guess might still be getting taught by, by these fitness experts who, who never base their diets around like biochemistry of a human being, right? It's, they're talking about grains. They're talking about breakfast and spiking your insulin levels right away. So I like grains. Like there's nothing wrong with like, for me, like, you know, they, they transition to a bread, but bread start was another multi-billion dollar business, right? And to keep it preserved, we added sugar. And to keep people liking the bread and coming back for more bread, we added even more sugar. Did you know that Subway, like the sandwich shop right up the street? I'm not saying like right up the street, but Subway shop in general, the ones that are in strip malls. They just got hit up by the FDA that their bread has so much sugar in it that it can't legally be classified as bread. Sugar inflames the body at a ridiculous speed. It's like something like five times the speed. So I guess to be aware and to be clear is think before you put excess sugar in your body, especially in the morning time. And I'm just like anyone else, you know, and I I love me. I donut from time to time, you know, pastries, other baked goods. I love them, right? But it's kind of like raising kids. You got to come to a point where you're picking your battles wisely, right? Sugar and food in general is no better than drugs themselves. There I said it. Fuck it. Food is a drug. You eat because you're hungry and you're hungry because it's, it's been a habitually instilled since you were a kid, not because you're in need of food. It's crazy, I know, but you eat because you are satisfying the brain just like a drug. The brain is satisfied for only immediate instance, but the body and mind take the hit just like a drug. So after your 48 hour fast, you are going to be hyper aware and mindful of the food you are eating. Your concept of eating is is going to change drastically. Even after the 48 hour fast, if you choose not to continue the concept of daily habits around food, it's now been exposed. You're going to know, you're going to recognize how many times you go to the refrigerator. You're going to recognize how many times you go to the cabinets to look for a snack. My objective is for you to witness and experience firsthand the art of putting your domesticated mind and body into a primal state. So the education of how to set up the body and mind for success starts right now. 